This episode brought to you by John Kramer Medical Devices. Are you tired of dealing with itchy eyes? Come on down and give our patented eyeball sucker a try. In three short minutes, you'll never have to deal with itchy eyes ever again. We have a special for today only. If you buy one eyeball sucker, you get a DIY lobotomy. Don't worry, we don't only welcome voyeurism, we encourage it. talk i'm here with bryce the heartthrob of horror hansen and i'm kyle the sensei of slashers nolan this week that's right folks bryce is back and currently auditioning new co-hosts i'm very excited to be here with you we are going back to our roots we're viewing the only movies that matter horror movies new theatrical releases always get priority but we also review older horror movies both good and horrible make sure you rate Review and subscribe on iTunes. Full video available on YouTube. Don't be a square and make sure you share. Also check out Patreon slash Horror Movies Talk to evaluate the equivalent of adult section at your video rental store. If you want to add your P to the community pool, go to HorrorMovieTalk.com or call 682-253-4468 and leave us a voicemail. We've got to say, out of all the... Out of all the uh, co-hosts that have been recording with me, no one, I don't think anyone's got the both good and horrible. They I've always been practicing. say horrible. You know, it's, I mean, it's not, not just you, everyone. It's written out <laughs> horrible, but, you know, it's, it's kind of a too tough much of a mouthful. Little... Tongue yeah. twister a little bit, to be honest. You, you have practice. That's the, that's the problem. Uh, that's true. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah, yeah, you have good practice. I'm a veteran. What was that? What is it going on? Like six years now, or something? Yeah, we hit five years. Um, yeah, I think we hit five years in July. If you were NFL player, you'd be retired already. So I mean, you got exactly. really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, David. Is. <laughs> That's true. So is the plus. So is the plus. Yeah, it so is, is also the plus. retired. Um, we've got a great show for you today. We will be discussing. And breaking down Saw X, a 2023 horror film directed by Kevin, I can never pronounce his last name, Gruter, Gruter, and written by Peter Goldfinger, and Josh, another awful last name, Doltenberg, starring Tobin Bell. We'll start out by giving a brief review of our scores of the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being bottom of the barrel and 10 being a uh, genre-redefining movie. After we give our scores, we will get into spoilers and take a deep dive into what we liked and hated about the film. Uh, Later, we will be doing uh, Saw movie trivia, 
that I put together that I'm pretty excited by. Um, and then we'll get into like the review right now. That works for you guys. Is that good for you, Bryce? That good, that's good for me. All right. So Sonics can be found in theaters. It can be rented for $19.99 on YouTube, Apple TV, and where I watched it, Prime. So a little synopsis of the movie is uh, for Saw X. In Saw X, you will see the return of John Kramer, uh, and he is searching for a cure for his terminal brain cancer. As he goes through a grieving process of his own mortality, he runs into a friend that may hold the key to a cure. Experimental surgery that is groundbreaking, uh, exactly what John needs. We get to follow John through his journey of, to health, but finds out it's not all what it appears. With hope, uh, hope fi- fading, John is ready to play a game in all new traps, but the same gore that we have come to expect from the franchise. So, this movie, I didn't hate. Overall, I did enjoy the movie. It had me squirming in my seat and kept me engaged for most of the film. I, uh, I don't think it broke any new ground. It wasn't a masterpiece. But I do believe it was the best Saw since the first Saw. I think it's the best follow-up. Um, it's what you would how many, expect. How many of the Saw movies have you seen? Every single one of them, including yeah. Spiral. But a lot of people don't count Spiral as a Saw movie for some reason when I was doing the research for this movie. That's, they don't. That's weird. Because this is I mean, Saw 10. It is. But saw it would be a saw eleven if you count it spiral. If that makes sense. Has there really been nine other saw movies? Uh, well, we got saw one, two, three D. They had a lot of awful ones in between, like ones that should have never even been made ever. Yeah, I thought this was like, I thought that was like a misnomer. I thought it was just. Saw X because it sounds cool. It's like uh, iOS X. Actually, the like, name of the movie irritates the shit out of me. It makes yeah. me very upset. And it's because... So, if you don't know, this saw this movie takes place a week after the first Saw. So, it's a direct sequel to number one, but a prequel to number two. So, instead of calling it Saw 10, can we just call it, like, Saw the Lost Tapes or something? I mean, yeah. anything besides 10 because it's not really... They did the George Lucas like two step on us, you know, like they uh-huh. they went back and they made it confusing, which really yeah. irritated me. See, I've I don't think I've I've only seen the original Saw and then like the recent two. So I've seen Spiral and the the recent one. I think they were really? just, just called Saw, wasn't it? It didn't uh, even Jigsaw. have a number on it. Jigsaw. Um no, I don't think I saw Jigsaw. It was the whatever the last one was. I thought it was Jigsaw. Was it Jigsaw? I'm pretty sure. I could. I mean, I could be way wrong though. Honestly. Um. So. Was it Jigsaw? Oh, maybe I, I was probably just thinking of Spiral then. Never mind. Yeah. So I yeah I don't think I've seen two through. Um. Whatever. So we got Saw, Saw two, Saw three. So there's two, three, four, five, six, three D. Yeah. Jigsaw, Spiral, and then Saw X. You you kind of know the franchise is dying when they have to throw it, a three D in there. It is actually the tenth movie. So there's this is the correct Saw. No, it is, uh, but like the way it where it takes place in the timeline, kind of just like 
We'll get into it in like in the spoilers because there's things I want to say really bad to you about <laughs> why I hate the name, uh, but it yeah. will give away everything once I do that. Um, Fair enough. I am happy that we got to follow John and we see another side of him and get more character development. There's definitely parts of this movie that don't make sense to me, but it's pretty much you know what you're going getting when you go in. You know you're not gonna. It's not gonna have the best storylines. It's not gonna. Have, it's Saw kicked off war porn in a big way. It was a whole new genre, basically, of movies. And the first one was actually... Now that I've rewatched it, I feel like it's not as good as I remember it being. I feel like mm-hmm. it was kind of a little bit boring, a little bit, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean, overall, pretty good movie. I think for my score for this movie, I was struggling with it. I really didn't know where to rank rank it because I think it's a great sequel. I think it's an entertaining movie, but it's kind of like repackaged again. Like Saw is all going to be the same. You know what you're getting. You're getting traps. You're getting revenge from a sickly old man. So I'm going to go with a solid six point five, and I think that's a good rating for it. To be honest. With you. Sorry, Kyle. You gotta you gotta land on. Whole integer numbers. No, you, you can't, can't do, you can't do it to 6. me. Six point five. You got either go six or seven. Mm. So it's so bad because I don't think it's quite either one of them. But if you're gonna force me to do it, I'm gonna go with a seven. That's okay. tough. That hurts me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the game we play. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, this one again, I haven't seen all the saws. Um, but it's pretty mid. Um, I think I give it a five. Like honestly, like it's it's okay. Um, it's got its flaws, mostly in just being a little boring. Like I, like here's the thing, it focuses a lot on what's his name, John John Kramer, John Kramer, which, I mean, again, I like people that are fans of the franchise. There's probably a lot of lore and a lot of stuff that happens with John Kramer that I'm just not aware of, but it's just a character that doesn't seem that interesting to me in this movie. He's like kind of, you know, detached and you're like, okay, so am I supposed to care about John Kramer, this sadistic killer? Because that's kind of what they're trying to do. Well, there's like, I think, oh, he's, he's got a heart of gold. He just wants to help people. Like, well, his, yeah, rules, land. <laughs> his rules have always been, I don't kill people. They kill themselves. Right? So I think they're trying to really play on that one with this one. Like, hey, I'm not doing it. Like, I just, I set the stage and they pull the levers, you know? Uh, it's very, in my defense of giving it a seven, is I'm basing mm-hmm. it off all the other sequels, right. too. Yeah, so I've seen fair. them all, you know? But I mean, trying to like make it make the good guy, the guy that's making people actively harm themselves. Yeah, I don't. It's not not too convincing for me, and it's got like, you know, some of the other side characters that are helping them, and I assume that's explored in the other movies. But for me, it's like okay, um, the the setup. So like the first half of the movie, there's no saw stuff it's it's like it's literally just following john kramer getting his cancer treated (laughs) well he has that one flash like daydream like he's fantasizing about right you know but 
other than that, you're right. It's kind of just, hey, this is what's going on. So yeah, it's it's kind of weird because it's it's pretty slow at the beginning around John and trying to make him a sympathetic character, which I don't. I mean, for me, never worked. Um, like part of the allure, I think, is like he's he's kind of heartless. He's kind of like completely unemotional. So like trying to make him your protagonist is like not compelling. Um, and then it gets into like, you know, the actual saw movie where <laughs> there's a bunch of people put in precarious situations and, and yeah, some of them are shocking. Um, but I mean, once you're in a 10th movie, like coming up with these elaborate things is like, um, they kind of start getting dumb. Well, they've kind <laughs> of run out like, of ideas, I think. I think they've run, like, yeah. they brought them back. And, like, the, when you have to bring back your main character you've already killed killed off, like, it's... Okay, you're out of... You're, maybe let the franchise rest. Just let it go. Let it be yeah. done. Yeah, um, I mean, probably the, the thing about these movies that's, like, uh, where they can't put it down is, like, they're probably just so cheap to make and make make money very very easily because literally like sure you got some production with like the you know the setups and whatnot but like honestly they're all i mean this one in particular is like basically half the movie is in a single location um and it all happens in one room the, and you let it play out the budget will be part of the trivia yeah and one of them's kind of shocking, like how much you know. It, very shocking how much they make and they're made for. Um, right. I think you're right. Yeah, though. I mean, same thing with Saw. I mean, Saw happened almost entirely in in one room. Like, there's a couple other locations, but it's all like hotel rooms. It's literally you like you didn't think that one's boring too. Saw one, a little boring. Like you know, Saw one is a little boring. Yeah, on rewatch, like I don't have like a ton of nostalgia for Saw one but like it's one of those movies like at the time it's just a great concept and so it gets so much so much mileage is mileage from the concept itself um it's the same thing with like with me about survivor like i remember uh when i was in high school and they announced the show survivor and i was like holy shit so it's just a movie it's just a show about people on an island they have to survive like that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's like a great concept. And then you watch the show and you're like, oh, this is lame. It's like, funny that you bring Survivor up because I watched it, you know, the original season like everyone in the world did, right? Uh-huh. My wife never watched Survivor. So we're actually currently, last night we watched the newest episode of the newest Survivor. And uh-huh. it's gone so far beyond like obviously staged obviously you know yeah it's a, it's a game show i mean that's that's my the wife most disappointing part it. of it is like oh this isn't about surviving and about like living off the land it's literally a game show with yeah. like the set dressing of being you know where they're hungry um she loves yeah it, i mean now there's actually shows that were what i thought survivor was going to be which was alone Love alone it. is a fantastic show but yeah same thing with like saw where it's like the concept is you get so much mileage off of it. It's like, oh, they're chained up and they have a saw that's not sharp enough to saw through the chains, but it's sharp enough to saw through their hand. That's all you got to know, you know? And it's like, yeah, that's a great concept. And so they're just kind of spinning it out from there and and getting 
kind of kooky with the, the sequels, but yeah. And in terms of this movie, it's, it's all right. Um, I, I can't imagine that the other saw movies are particularly better or worse than them, uh, than this one. They're uh, not better. I can, I could tell that like, it's probably a departure because it is taking a step back and like actually trying to tell a story as opposed to just like setting up and executing like all these set pieces. So I can respect it that way, but just as a movie on its own, it's not, it's not that great to me. Yeah. See, I think if I looked at it just in the frame of this movie, but it was hard for me to do that since I've seen the other movies and like, we never really got a lot of backstory for John in any of the movies. So I like the fact that they're trying to build the character but I do agree with you. Like he's, you're still a murderer, dude. You're still a serial killer. You are a massive serial killer. Like you're huge. Right. Just because you're not pulling the trigger, you literally set them in impossible things. You know, and ninety nine point nine percent of the population is going to die every time you're in your trap. I don't care what you say; yeah. they're going to die. Well, I mean, it's like, it's, I mean, the whole premise of saying like, oh, he can't be convicted because he's not actually killing him. Well, yeah. obviously, that's not. Like just anyone without a law degree can see like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But also like, don't undercut the fact that like, no, I'm not killing them. I'm just putting them in a device that tortures them regardless of whether they're getting killed or not. Like (laughs) if you lock someone up uh, and make them saw off their hand, it's like, no, you are making the person saw off their hand. That's what you are doing. And that's, not legal. Yeah, I'm um, setting them free. He says, I, "If or, you make him better, if you cut, make me cut a piece of my body part off, I'm not a better person. I'm going to be very mad, very <laughs> pissed off, and like not want to live no more." Well, Kyle, that's very ableist of you. I mean, <sighs> I think that if you cut off your hand, that doesn't make you better or worse than anyone. Um, but that's just me. It makes me worse than what I was before, though. Does it though? Yeah, I, I mean. Which are hand? you less of a person if you don't have a hand? Which hand are we talking? Because that's a big um, thing. You know, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not an ableist. I am, and I'm not a pitch you know, hitter, so I have to use one hand and one hand exclusively. So, <laughs> um, anyways, if you're listening to these commercials, and you should know, you don't have to uh, stop living like a pilgrim and listening to commercials, and go check out Patreon. And also check out the HMT shop. Uh, you can check out our resident artist, Dustin Goble. Did I say his name right? Uh-huh. Okay, so making sure. I knew I did. Um, he's a professional artist who fucks hard. He also takes commissions from uh, for artwork from HMT fans. Contact him at dgobel100 on Instagram. And make your artistic dream come true. Tell him that HMT sent you. Uh, the phone number is 682-253-4468. And uh, we're going to get into spoilers right now. Okay, let's get into it. Can I start off with just saying what really took me out of this movie and why I'm mad about the name of the movie is why, if it takes a place a week after Saw, does John and Amanda look 20 years older? They did nothing 
besides put a wig on her. Like we have technology now that make people look younger, and you guys didn't even try to do that. Did you get that at all? Like we didn't watch um, all the movies again. I haven't. I haven't seen the sequels with the with the girl in it. Like that one. That one would be the one that like would probably be the more obvious one. Like John. He's supposed to be an old man the whole time, so if he looks older than he used to, it's like, yeah, whatever. He's supposed to be an old. He looks much dude. older. Yeah, but um, yeah, the the woman, it's like, <laughs> it's weird because she's got an early two thousands haircut, like a pixie cut. Yeah, like that doesn't. She's too old for that haircut. Like, well, it's a bad <laughs> wig too. Dates her, yeah. It's not even a good yeah. wig. You threw it on, and I was like, oh, oh okay. Like, yeah, that looks like a wig. It doesn't even look like hair. Uh, it really, it, honestly, it really, really irritated me. The whole movie, I was focused on how old these people looked, and how it, it kind of takes you out of the, like, oh, okay, so you guys just don't care. Like, you didn't care at all. I don't know. It, it, to me, it, it was a major, major, like, fail in that aspect. Um, and, like, they're, some of the traps are really good. I like the traps. They seem almost impossible to complete, though. Like, no way to win. Besides the first one. Uh, the actual first trap, where he's um, got to break his fingers, or he's going to lose his uh-huh. eyeballs, right? Yeah. To me, that's an easy trap to beat, though. I'm cranking it to five, and letting me snap my fingers off. I do not want to lose my sight at all. Yeah, I... Uh... I mean, I, I get it in the moment. Like you might hesitate to inflict yourself a ton of pain in the moment, but yeah, that's probably the easiest one to get out of, and probably the lightest yeah. that anyone gets off on in Saw movies. Because it's literally like, okay, so I'm gonna have my fingers and some splints for a couple weeks, and then I'll be fine. Like easy money, break their fingers all the time. No um, big deal. Yeah. It's a lot better than getting sawing off a hand or like you know digging out a piece of your gray matter. That was a wild. But yeah, one. I mean that one. That one was pretty light, but also probably one of the cooler ones in terms of like the effects being getting your eyeball sucked out. Yes, um, makes for a great poster too. What was your favorite uh, uh, trap? Um, let's see. So we got the eyeball one, we've got the saw, the Gili saw, bone marrow, the, yeah, I don't, my favorite in terms of like, for the film, or the favorite in terms of like, that's the most interesting concept. The most interesting concept. Um... Yeah, honestly, I think the eyeball sucking one is probably the best one. It's, to be honest, it's kind of like uh, the visuals of it is kind of jarring, you know, when they yeah. actually suck down and um, yeah. it's it, it's pretty good. And they like break. You uh, see a couple fingers break. It's pretty nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty simple. Um, the rest of them are like so extreme and like don't make a ton of sense. Like, so we we've got the. The one where she has to saw off her entire leg and then suck out bone marrow. Um, to where it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, that's that's a bit extreme. And also, like... Yeah, I guess the the other 
all the other stuff is just it seems unfair because they almost everyone that dies like they're actively doing it but they're literally like three seconds off yes so fuck you give me a little extra time i mean yeah i honestly it's i feel like if you if you stab a suction needle into your Mm. femur bone you win like, yeah, that, no. should be, that should be the cutoff. That's like, done. At, yeah, I mean, it's like putting a hat on a hat with the uh, weighing the bone marrow. It's like, all right, we get it. Like, what? What's the benefit here? Well, the fact that um, he can say, "Oh, I'm, I'm a good guy," dude, you're not. You're a sick fuck, dude. You're twisted. Like, if you came up with this, there's something mentally wrong with you, like a chemical imbalance in your brain. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so then they've got, I can't remember, what's the one right after the bone marrow one? Uh, it was, it wasn't the lobotomy? No. Let's see, there was the lobotomy, the bone marrow, um, oh, the heater. Uh, the heater, and was that it? Was there only four people? Well, and then they were, they had the one with John, which is a confusing yeah. one, just in all of the beginning with that's the most confusing out of all the whole movie, that confused me the most. Yeah, that it kind of goes off the rails there. Um, so yeah, so they had the bone marrow one and then the the lobotomy one, which for me, there's a couple things that always bother me. Like it still makes me squirm when I see it. Anything to do with the brain, yeah. Like anything, like with that is messed up. But for some reason, this one wasn't that bad because they didn't go too hard on it. Because like. The worst thing about the brain <laughs> injury stuff in, in horror movies um, is the after effects of it. And they didn't show any after yeah. effects with the guy. So it's like, oh, it just sounds like he was just ripping off a piece of his arm or something. It just seemed as bad. What a poor guy, um, though. I mean, did all that work just to fucking die? Oh, you know what? We missed one. It was the uh, the pipe bomb like attached oh, to the arm. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the other one. That was pretty um, doable, I think. Yeah, that's that's doable. Pretty extreme. I'm not doing the, it. The the plot hole with that one is like if you cut off, you know, half of the muscles on your forearm on one arm, how does that arm have the ability to, <laughs> to yes. function to cut off the other arm? I immediately thought uh, that and I looked at my wife, I was like, Well something doesn't make sense here. Like I don't know how you yeah. possibly function. Yeah, so brain no. scenes like the one that gets me always is the the scene in Hannibal where Hannibal's cooking. I think is it Ray Liotta's brain? It might be. It's someone. It's someone's brain where he, he like is slicing off parts of his brain and then cooking them for Julianne Moore. Doesn't he feed it to a that, little girl later on in the on the plane? Um. Yeah, I think so. Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> but that and seeing like him seeing the actor being like actively lobotomized and like drooling progressively as his brain is you know that and like the starship troopers when the brain is getting sucked out like that that shit just disturbs me and this one was like he seemed uh no no worse for wear you know after he <laughs> pulled out his brain but then he still again he loses like i mean come on man well, I mean, you listen, lose-lose. Yeah. Yeah, so there's that. Um, so, yeah, the traps were interesting. The the heat gun one was pretty cool. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, they're they're all packed into like the last act, and it's yeah. very. That's the thing about it is like if you're going to a saw movie, you want these traps sprinkled throughout. You want like a pretty consistent string of deaths, um, and ramping it up to the final one. And this is a, like waiting for you know the first two acts to finally get to the saw movie. Yeah, <laughs> and like I'm I'm not sure how how well you know fran- fans of the franchise would probably receive that. I have an um, issue with the lead up to the traps though. Uh surgery so he has surgery first off the, the carjacking scene was not needed at all i don't i don't think they need the carjacking scene at all it could have took that whole thing out of the movie i feel like but yeah it's just confusing because it, it was trying to obfuscate it yeah for some reason it's like but wait why would they do that you exactly know, it's they're leaving anyways they left the, they, they weren't there so like why would he need to be blindfolded to go there if you're gonna move pack up and leave anyways it doesn't make sense right but him not knowing he didn't have real surgery the next day really boggles my mind. Like, I don't care who you are. You're going to touch. You're going to try to fill it. You're going to fill something. They didn't even cut his head. At least cut his head yeah. open, you know, like, and stitch it up. Uh, so yeah. for him not to know that was very, I was like, well, there's no way. Like, that's not possible. I don't care who you are, you know. Yeah, I mean, it seems like shoddy workmanship in, in terms of con men because, yeah. like, you should have at least, you know cut a circle on his head and then sutured it up like at the very least or at least shave his head jesus christ anything I mean, shave his head at all yeah any like, put some so fake was, blood on the bandages or something anything yeah and it, did, they didn't even like anesthetize him like they anesthetized him before they shaved his head yeah you know it just doesn't yeah it seems pretty late John seems kind of dumb, not not uh, figuring honestly, that out sooner. Honestly, um, um, but uh, yeah, it's a little weird. It was a good twist. Like I'll, I'll say, like it is kind of an interesting setup. Um, but man, it takes so long to set it up. I'm, I'm not sure if it's worth it. Like I was pretty, you know, I was like, all right, let's get on with it. I'm like, so what are for we doing you, here? The payoff wasn't there. Like it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I can't say it wasn't engaging because, like, I was paying attention through through the movie, um, but it wasn't it wasn't that interesting as the thing, yeah. you know. And it gets to the twist, and you're like, okay, that's kind of interesting, but it's not enough of a payoff for kind of the boring lead up to it. What'd you feel um, about the last trap? That's where I wanted to win the kid. Yeah, that one was weird. Like that, that gets confusing because they're on the last lady, and then, you know, the lady gets broken out by her boyfriend. You know, it's kind of this elaborate um, switcheroo. But then the last trap requires two people for it to work. Yeah, and so they have to find another person, and no one asks the question of like, wait a minute, how is this going to work? If I was the last one, like you'd think you'd be curious about that. They made it um, seem like he planned the whole thing out, but I don't know how you could possibly plan out that kid being there and then him coming to the place and being in the room with her and them torturing each other while they run in to get the money and getting gas. I don't understand how you could manage to, to think of any of that. Yeah, I mean, with all that's kind of like a, a Hollywood trope of like, don't worry about it. Everyone knows everything. Like the person that wins had it all set up. <laughs> like if you watch like 
you know, Ocean's Eleven or like like another movie that does that real bad is the um, um Now You See Me. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's just like okay, so we can just say you can save your protagonist however you want by saying like, oh, they knew this was going to happen because yeah, yeah. they're so smart. Uh, it's like, okay. I feel like it's lazy kind uh, of. At a certain point, it breaks down. You're like, this is dumb. And it, it starts breaking down in this movie at the end. But yeah, the the final tool, I mean, the I guess the penultimate tool with, you know, John and the kid attached to it is just basically a waterboard with blood, which also is kind of one of the easiest ones to get around because, like, he could just turn his head. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, for you sure. You just go, eh, like that. And it'd be fine. Like, they, well, did, there was nothing, like, holding his head. It was like a neck brace. Well, it brings go, up more questions about eh. John's sanity, too. Like, John, if you knew this was going to happen and you let a kid go through that, you're kind of a piece of shit. I mean, you set the kid up well, like yeah, that? Well, yeah, I mean, it's implied that he, he set up the kid. Like, he was – he. if that was the plan all along, then he had the kid there – and for some reason, they knew that the sound was a kid kicking a soccer ball into the wall for some reason. Um, yeah, that one that was also weird because it shows the security cam, but the people in the room can't see the security cam, but they all seem to know exactly oh, yeah. what it is as opposed to being like, what the fuck is that sound? Go check. Yeah. Um, they're like, oh, hey, it's a kid kicking a soccer ball. Let's go get that kid kicking a soccer ball and bring him in here. But it's like... It just doesn't... At the end, John's like, it hey. It's lazy. Yeah, oh, yeah. And at the end, John's like, hey, I'm sorry I tortured you and probably scarred you for life, but here's like millions of dollars. Go walk through your Mexican village and not get robbed. <laughs> like, it don't make sense. It's just, it's so crazy that that's like the, I feel like the movie was pretty decent until like that end. I just, yeah. The waterboarding and thing. And John didn't take any of his own money back? Yeah. Like, that sounds, I'll take a couple stacks out of there. It you was know? millions and millions. I'm taking more than a couple stacks. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna hook the kid up. But you're in Mexico. I mean, the money's gonna stretch. Okay, I'm in America. I need a little bit more. That goes that long. Give him one stack of those of those fifties, and he can retire. Set for life. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was confusing. And then the actual last trap was between the the girl and her boyfriend, which was just basically one person can stick their head out of this poison gas filled room and survive but then it's also confusing because they let her survive if she is is she in later movies as like another character or something because i don't remember she her. survives yeah that's what i'm saying i don't remember her at all i don't so it's almost like they're setting up another so that's how i think it's going to happen so like i said this is a a direct sequel to number one and a prequel to number two i think they're going to shove in another movie in between this one and two so like a I don't know what you'd call it this time. I mean, I guess 11, but it's going to be another prequel. Yeah, maybe it'll be a sequel, though. Maybe it'll be a true 11, but then for some reason this lady still looks very young for it being 10 years later. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, they're not going to be anything to fix a it. Good balancing. Yeah. Uh, but I honestly do think they're trying to reboot the whole franchise, and they're going to be more movies coming out. And at this point, I'm okay if they let the franchise die. I mean, I'm, you can just let it yeah. go, you pit it to the grave, you know. Um, but they do it with every movie. They bring out so many sequels to so many, try to reboot all these franchises, and it's just they don't. We don't need it. We don't want it. We want new stuff. Yeah, I mean, with like the Formula Ones, where it's like it's the setup that's the movie. It's not actually anything 
you know, anything that's that happens in the movie necessarily. It's like, yeah, it's easy to do sequels of like Hostel and Saw, yeah, or you know, Wrong Turn. It's like, no, it's it's the setup that's the interesting part, and you can reuse that setup over and over again. It doesn't matter what you put around it. But Wrong Turn went way wrong, way fast, and hard. I try to watch one of the newer ones. The newest one, I don't mind because it's better than what came before it, I feel like. Um, all the sequels. But like, I try to watch mm-hmm. some of those sequels, and I can't do it. I cannot get through them. They're so bad. Um, I just, I, to me, it's not worth watching. Those, those aren't worth watching to, my, to me. Yeah, I can't. I've only seen the first one, I think. So, I but I can imagine how how bad that can go. You haven't seen the newest one? No, we missed it. It's way different. I feel like um, it's not horrible, but it's not great. Um, so, who do you think would like this uh, this film? Um, I mean, fans of the Saw franchise, obviously. Um, like you, you kind of know what you're getting but like it kind of takes a step back it it adds in a little like spiral did where it's like it's trying to add actually a storyline you know other than yeah just a bunch of traps um so you know take that as you will um it's an okay movie um i i wouldn't see it in the theaters like well, I guess it's not in theaters now. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're a completionist and you're a Saw fan, you'll like it. I think that, I mean, I think if you like, basically, if you just like the Saw franchise, if you're right, I mean, there's really, I guess anyone can really enjoy it if you like the traps themselves, but anyone that likes Saw is going to like the movie. I did like it. There was a little bit more character development from John. I honestly, myself and a lot of people, wish that they would have followed the spiral storyline and start like its own franchise. Mm-hmm. Cause what I, what I read is uh Chris rock is that one that kind of came up with the whole concept of spiral. Cause he wanted to get into more serious and more uh, horror movies. Mm-hmm. So it, it actually is weird that they didn't go along with that. I feel like, um, mm-hmm. but I think if as long as you like saw movies, you'll like this movie. I wouldn't go to theaters. Yeah. I'm actually upset that I paid $20 to watch it. Um, but I did. So, um, it is what it is, you know, you take the L's when you have to, Uh but, um, do you want to do our game? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So saw trivia. Let me get all the answers on my phone because I can't remember all of them. Uh, I tried really hard to come up with game. It is that I'm, I applaud you for doing it because it is very hard to come up with a game. (laughs) <laughs> uh, especially with this movie uh, so I don't have very many questions that's oh, alright uh, let's see okay which saw made the least amount of money opening week the least amount so of money so you got saw 3D saw 3 jigsaw and saw 6 um, I'm gonna say Saw Six. You're right. It did make the least amount of money. And let me find. Uh, so I have them all written down. But 
I'm using a someone's borrowed laptop. So Sauce 6 made, you know what really that throws me off also is the um, the Roman numerals. I've never been good at Roman numerals. Oh, Saw X is 10. Yeah, yeah, I got that one. Uh, so Saw 6 made uh, $69.8 million. That's it. And huh. then, let's see, I have another good question. What movie, where am I at? I'm sorry, guys. Okay, yeah. Which movie outperformed Saw X? Saw X made $18 million opening week, which landed it in second place. Which movie outperformed it? Um, Saw 2. Paw Patrol beat it opening week. With oh, 23, on opening yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's opening weekend. Okay. With 23 Sorry, million. Out of the other Saw's. It made 23 million, and Saw X made 18 million. Um, so it was kind of Paw Patrol's on the roll. Killed it, and my daughter loves it. It's it's like crack to these kids. It really is. Yep. And then YouTube Kids, I hate it so much. Um, Saw X had a budget of thirteen million dollars. So what Saw movie had the least, uh, the smallest budget? Hang on, no. What was the bu- what was the budget of Saw the original Saw movie? So Saw X had thirteen million dollar budget. The original Saw's budget was either $1.2 million, $3 million, $2.1 million, or $900,000. $900, yeah, it'd probably be the least $900,000. It was Saw. The original Saw only had $900,000 budget. And yeah. uh, that's what you were saying in the beginning. You know, It made a lot of money, though. It made $103.9 million <laughs> off of yeah. that small of a budget. Dude, like, if there's anything about like late... 90s early 2000s horror movies it's like they definitely cracked the code for budget to return like return on investment for horror movies and they kicked out like so many Blair Witch uh, Paranormal Activity Saw like all of these are still in the top 10 like return on investment horror movies of all time yeah that's another one like uh, Paranormal Activity I don't know what they let it die don't need another one <laughs> we are good yeah there's so many of them um but i mean the original one i liked it was kind of you know different but like the last one was not even a paranormal activity movie it was just a movie you know it's, it's super weird yeah what are your takeaways from this movie like would if you if, it, if this was your first time ever watching a saw movie would this lead you into watching another one um Maybe. I mean, it wouldn't be super compelling, just because it's not the type of movie that I particularly like. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, I guess that's not true. I like me some torture porn. Like, I think one of my favorite movies is Human Centipede. Um, but it's it has to hit, like, a sweet spot of, like, kitschy and exploitative and, like, just over the top. Yes, and the Saw movies do a relatively good job of that. Um, yeah, I might, I might see another one, but I'm not really good with sequels. Like, even if with movies that I really like, I usually don't see a lot of the sequels. You just, just don't care to do it, or like you just forget about them. Just because it's there's usually such a drop off in like the the quality, the novelty level of the of the movie itself oh, okay. like, kind of drops off. Um, 
So, I don't know. I, I think the the movies, like the some of my favorite horror movies that I've seen, most of the sequels, Paranormal Activity, I've seen probably all but two of the sequels. Um, and those actually hold up pretty good. Um, like, I think two and three are as good as the first one, um, if not better. Um, Poltergeist, I've seen the sequels to that, and that, like, is just interesting because that's, like, a case of it ventures into, like, TV movie land. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, the budget and the quality kind of drops off pretty precipitously, but they're still pretty good, and they have some really good set pieces in them. Um, I just watched... Exorcist 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've seen Exorcist 3. Uh, I think I've seen like a couple of prequels too. But yeah, I mean, it's like. They're, I mean, they're not even. I don't even treat them as like most of the time as sequels. I just treat them as like, yeah, those are just other horror movies that just aren't very good. You know, well, we talked and I about just that the, when we first met. The original on the pedestal. Yeah, yeah, we talked about when we first met. Like, you can't capture lightning in a bottle twice with. Exorcist. It's almost a yeah. perfect film, and then but it's been so oversaturated with these types of movies, right? Exorcism movies. There's, I mean, Exorcist of Emily Lee Rose, The Last Exorcist, you know, The Exorcism of Deborah, whatever her name was, and all these different yeah. movies that was so we were burned out on it. The original was King, so I was gonna watch Exorcist Believers before Saw Six, uh, Saw Ten. But I'm like, man, do I really want to go through that and watch that and be upset? Like, I don't think I want to do that. So I watched this one instead and was less upset and was I was entertained. I'm not going to yeah. say I wasn't entertained, but uh, I'm really nervous to watch the new Exorcist. Very nervous. Yeah, I, I just have a sick fascination with Exorcist Believer that I, I feel I have to watch it. Oh, you have to do um, it. But yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it yet. Are you even excited? I don't, I don't know if it's if it's streaming yet. Is it streaming yet? Yeah, for $20. Um, are you even a little bit excited to see it though? Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be bad. Like I've, I've heard enough about it. I've heard like one or two things about it that make it, makes me think that it's going to be pretty awful. Well, Oh, extra believer comes out on Peacock on December 1st. Oh, so see, I'll just wait. I won't, won't have to wait too long. Uh, I like how they, you know, they try to bring back characters from the original one. It's like, dude, this it doesn't well, help. that's the thing. Like Ellen Burstyn is the best part of the original, and it sounds like they just don't respect the character at all. I heard she's <laughs> like, like not okay. in it very very much either. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, so I'm not I'm not expecting anything. So I do have some. It, but... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I do have some new horror movie news. The trailer, okay. a new trailer drop called Imaginary. Which we were talking about um, on the the afterpod. It's a new horror movie uh, from the minds that brought you Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, from what I gather from the trailer, is a family, well, a daughter and her, the mother, move back into her childhood home. Her t- beloved teddy bear is there, and the child becomes imaginary friends with it, and all hell breaks loose, and the teddy bear goes on a rampage, and. Uh, I'm, I don't not have high hopes for it. It is the people that brought you Five Nights at Freddy's, and it's a killer teddy bear. So do with that what you, what you want, but I don't think I'm going to be part of it, um, to be honest with you. 
Um, so it's basically like Ted, but a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, no, it, that's exactly what I thought when I first saw it. I was like, oh, okay, cool, this is going to be Ted. Um, it's set to come out March eighth, two thousand twenty four. Uh, now that the the strike's over, you know, with the writers and the actors, they're kicking out so many movies. I know Scream Seven goes in production. They're already signed Nev Campbell. Um, Patrick Dempsey from Thanksgiving is back. It looks like. Um, it another it. I don't know what chat. I mean, it, is it a reboot or not a reboot? I'm not sure. But there's another it coming out. The TV show. Um, really. Welcome to Dairy TV show. Huh. Camp Crystal Lake TV show is coming. So they're they're cramming everything into one, and they're releasing a whole bunch next year and the following year. So we might have huh. a lot to look at, you know. Interesting. Um, well, that's all I got. Cool. This uh, episode. All right. Well, let's let's wrap it up. Thanks for coming on, Kyle, and uh, for heading the episode. Uh, thanks to our new patrons uh, on Patreon, and uh, if you're a patron, you'll get to listen to the afterpod after this show. We leave the mics running, and you get to hear what's going on with me and Kyle. Um, you know, maybe there's laughter, maybe there's tears, who knows? You don't know unless you pay us. Um, so, uh, special thanks to Dustin, Kyle again, and to everyone that's helped us out. Uh, keep going. If you want to leave us a voicemail, call 682-253-4468, and we'll see you later. Thank you, everybody.